Welcome to the second episode of your famous podcast, The Porta Potty. I'm your host, The Goat, here with my co-host, Darren. Darren, how's it going? Hey, it's good to be back, Michael. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's um, let's just go right into it. Let, let's continue what we talked about in episode one with conspiracy theories. Have, have you been able to locate or find Matt Fields any information that will help the, the Georgia Tech Premier League find this guy? No, it's interesting. Um, I haven't, first of all. The only evidence I have of Matt Field's existence is actually some pictures that were casually leaked by our commissioner, David Bias-Smith. Uh, in the past week, I think it was Michael, he, he threw some pictures up there from, you know, flag football, I don't, circa year. Why did he drop those? Why now? Um, it was great to see Matt's face, but I thought the timing was a little suspect. And, uh, you know, I think it just, it proves our theory a little bit more. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy to bring it up because he dropped those pictures before we aired the porta potty. So he had no clue that we were going to talk about Matt Fields. And there he is again, appearing right before he's brought up. Yeah. I mean, it, the timing is eerie and yeah, I mean, he, I don't know why. Like, why Why are you convincing us he exists um, when we know, in fact, he very well might not? I mean, I, a lot of questions are, are going through my mind uh, when, I, when yeah, I started well, seeing some of those pictures. Yeah, well, I, I definitely have something for you um, on, on the Matt Fields note. I think, I, mean, I don't know how to put this, but I think Matt Fields has hijacked the Neil's fans football team. I, I, I don't think a Neil is present. I don't think he's been part of the sleep rap for at least the past week. I mean, there's, look, I mean, I, I've known Anil as a fantasy football manager for, I don't know what, 12 years now. Never in my mind would I expect Anil to bench Alvin Kamara. Not only to bench Alvin Kamara, but to bench Alvin Kamara the week that he plays Big Joe. I mean, him and Big Joe yeah. all have all this Alvin Kamara pass. There's no way that was Anil. I think Matt Fields has returned. Anil, I think we need to establish a safe word with you if you're if you're in danger, if if you're being threatened with bodily harm, um, throw up a safe word. Let us know you're okay. Uh, yeah, the the lineup the lineup decisions do not uh, lend themselves to a man of of sound mind and sound body. I don't think, and whether that's Anil or that's Matt Fields. Um, Somebody needs help. We're just not sure who it is, I think, hey, at this in, point. In my books, David, you know, David, you need to correct this. Anil is 0-2. All right. Matt Fields is currently back and he's 0-1 after last week. So I mean you're right. Let's let's, let's find Anil. Forget Matt Fields. Let's get Anil back. I think I think that's a great point. The other thing I'm trying to I'm trying to reconcile on this end is where is Anil getting these ideas? Like what what website is there? Is there a fantasy football QAnon website that Anil is going on and 
reading all these third level theories about Alvin Kamara and the great Bill Belichick defensive mind. Like where, where is this man getting his info? Like some of this stuff is batshit crazy. I, I think you're right. I think it's just a split personality. It's the Anil and and the, and there's so much, he's been doing it for so long. He doesn't know who he is anymore. And I think frankly, we as a league and as Anil's friends should be slightly concerned. Yeah, it's 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 the only thing that makes sense to me at this point. But let's um, let let's continue. You have a few uh, episode one corrections, uh, maybe some fantasy football recap from uh, week three. Yeah, I think first and foremost, I want to offer the correction of uh, Matt Fields' last name. I repeatedly uh, on the playback was referring to him as Matt Field. I do not know. I do not know <laughs> who Matt Field is. I think I know who Matt Fields is. I'm pretty sure it's. A, I'm pretty sure it's a. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a Neil. Uh, so we're going to refer to that individual or that personality as Matt Fields moving forward. Solid. And in terms of fantasy recaps from week three, I mean, God damn, I need a goat so I can slaughter it on my front porch. <laughs> I need to kill something because I have started to lose some patience, but it's a long year. And uh, I mean, Michael, we, if you want to get into your team, I'll leave that to you. But uh, Big Joe, looking strong, um, weathering the J.K. Dobbins storm and taking team of the week twice now in three weeks. My hat's off to you. Um, J.P., the furthering, establishing um, his strong record at the top of the league. Larry, I know you look at that as a, as a moral victory, but uh, more to follow with our power rankings here in a bit. And uh, David, and, you know, I... I don't know what you're doing. Keller, you're 3-0, but you probably shouldn't be. Uh, Michael, do you have any other thoughts on? Yeah, I mean, you know, j- just with my team in general, I, I, I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I've, I'm trying to make trades. I think this anti-rules committee is, is starting to bite me in the butt a little bit. I think people are afraid to to, to deal with me and work with me, especially after I, I made that trade with Anil. I mean, they don't even want to talk to me at this point, which I understand. Um, but I am trying to make some trades. I, I think I have a few holes in my my team that I need to be need to be fixed. But hopefully this week I can return. Yeah, let's give a little look ahead for the people week four. Uh, I'll take on Keller. Uh, Little Joe will take on. Actually, that's a rock solid top of a league matchup. Little Joe and JP. Michael, you're taking on um, Austin. Yeah, there's no way I'm losing to a rookie. That shit's not happening. There's no way I'm losing. Maybe he'll send you some champagne. Uh, Send me some champagne, I hope. Anil and David, I mean, that's all I'm going to say with that one. And uh, (laughs) Big Joe and Larry. Larry's looking to to even out the record there and um, hopefully improve on his power ranking. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. um, Anil and David, they're playing each other this week because – it's Wednesday night, and they haven't dropped. Yeah. They haven't dropped an episode from the clubhouse. Are they, are they dormant already? No. Or are, are, are they focusing on their fantasy team? What, what's going on? I mean, they can't possibly be focusing on the fantasy team because Anil claims to have done that, and we've seen the results. But I, I think, I think at this point we can offer our thoughts and prayers for the clubhouse podcast. It, it doesn't seem like they're okay. Um, this much of a delay. And, you know, if that's the end, if that's the runway, if that's the runway they had, um, they burned bright and they gave it their best. Um, but I think we at the ARC, we know we're in this for a long haul, Michael. Yeah, I mean, well, my only other thought is maybe they've already finished the episode. They're just trying to perfect that audio. I know David's very uh, 
persistent about his audio being on point. So David, look, the audio is fine. Let's just release the episode. All right, come on. We want to hear you guys. The other thought I have is Neil's apartment in her house finally caught on fire <laughs> and there's the smoke detector came back to bite him. His house and his fantasy team both on fire at the same time. And he's gone. Someone stole his identity. This is not good. This is not good. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. All right. Well, Darren, if you don't mind, I, I have to get – um, I got to get something off my chest. The, the This – this question keeps reappearing in our league, and I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. It appeared again this past week, mm-hmm. but I, I just I, I need to get this off the chest. I think for the league, I'm going to speak, and let's settle this situation. Look, if you play fantasy football, and you go 12 damn games, 12 weeks in a row, and you don't win, not one. You don't come out on top. Now, I'm not talking, look, I'm not talking team of the week. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking, I'm not talking consolation bracket. No one gives a damn about the first loser, all right? You've played 12 regular season games when it matters most, right. and you lost every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Your name, and your name only, Keller, deserves <laughs> to be on that Sacco trophy. All right? Don't bring Larry into this because you beat him in a cup. No one cares about the first loser. Yeah. Right? It's nothing to get you caught. I think you're one of the best fantasy football managers we have in the league. But at the same time, look, give it up. Your name is the only name on the Sacco trophy. I think you said it about as good as you could. Uh, I think we leave it at that. Yeah, and look, and look, I, I, I'm not going to say this is, this is it for you, and your name's on the Sacramento forever. If Anil decides to lose every single game, or David decides to lose every single game this season as well, his name will gladly either take your name over yeah. or be added on to the Sacramento Trophy as well. But you're the only one in 12 years of fantasy football. Correct me, maybe it's 13, who knows. You're the only one that long who's gone the entire regular season without winning. Don't bring Larry into this, Keller. It's you. Yeah, should it be like the Stanley Cup where we like add a, a layer with each yeah, Sacco, like or should you should it just be there just erase the memory of the previous Sacco and wear the, the shame? Yeah, I think that's where we let the let the league talk, let the league speak. But um for now, it's it's Keller's definitely the, the one that titles the Sacco trophy. Thus shall it be. I had this new segment for you, Darren. You ready for this? This is this is the rapid fire segment. I'm gonna send you as many questions as I can in 30 seconds, and I need your quick response. Got it. All right, let's go for it. And look, let's just to clarify for you guys out there listening, Darren's never seen these questions. This is the first time he's gonna hear these questions, and some of them are tough. Some of them are gonna be pretty straightforward. But here we go. Let me get this timer started here. All right, you ready? Yes. Here we go. First question, Bucks Patriots this weekend. How many points do the Bucks win by? Four. Four. Who wins more games this year? David's fantasy team or the Atlanta Falcons? The Atlanta Falcons. The worst three and O team. JP, Keller, or Little Joe? JP. <laughs> the best. That's oh. a bad answer. <laughs> I gotta stop. I stopped the time. Right, I gotta stop the time. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. You, you got you got yourself. Yeah, right, okay. Here we go. The best zero and three team: Anil, David, or Darren? Uh, me, easy. All right, that's thirty seconds, but we're gonna keep going. I got two more for you. The better off-season transaction pickup: last year, the Patriots, Cam Newton, or this year, Georgia Tech Premier League, typical Austin. Uh, typical Austin. We're happy to have you. All right. Last question. Here we go. The better fantasy football manager: Anil or Matt Fields. 
All right, that's 53 seconds. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll increase the time next time. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Matt Fields did bench Alvin Kamara. I don't know if you're right on that one. All right, but let, let's um let's pick on a few other people. Mm-hmm. I think we we we've let the league know how we feel about Neil and David. Um, I'm gonna start with with Austin. I don't know if that's necessarily picking on him, but I mean, I think that was a hell of a decision to send send the commissioner a bottle of champagne, especially after whooping his ass. That was pretty good. Yeah, can you can you remind me what that was for? Was that for any? Yeah, so so episode um, the last episode of the clubhouse, they David and Neil spoke about drinking bottles of champagne after. Both winning oh, in their fantasy season. Okay, because I took that as a bribe. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm not sure how Austin got Anil and uh, David to kill off Matt Fields, but you know, maybe that <laughs> maybe there were terms terms associated with that decision. I, yeah, hey, that's that's a good point. I don't, I'm just you know just throwing it out that's there. That's a good point. Let's go on to Little Joe. I mean, does he does Little Joe just does he not care about losing Christian McCaffrey? He he showed zero effort in trying to pick up Chuba. I mean, yeah, uh, I saw some high dollar amounts getting thrown around. I mean, Darrell can kind of lead him a little bit. He's got Herbert, and he's got the stack with Allen. Justin Jefferson's probably a top ten wide out. I, goddamn, Dallas Goddard was running all over the field on Monday night, and then CD Lamb looks like a dude. So he, I mean, he's got some depth, and I mean. If you're counting from Leonard for now, I don't know. I mean, Edmonds, Matthiason, it's there. I mean, he's got pieces. He can probably ride his QB wide receiver stack and and do pretty well, honestly. Yeah, I don't have trader info. I don't know if he's reached out on some trades. He definitely hasn't reached out to me, so my Joe Mixon call wasn't <laughs> good enough for him. Are you uh, you're just gonna ride with with Mixon? That's where you're. I, yeah, like I said, I'm trying to trade. I'm trying to make some <laughs> trades, but no. No one wants to deal with me right now. So for now, yes, I'm riding with Mixon. Mixon burns so brightly week one. <laughs> I know. I know. So much hope. Yeah. Hey, what about JP? He hasn't started any feuds yet. What's the deal with him? JP. JP is JP's a busy guy. He's, he's solving technological worldly problems. And, uh, you know, all he does is typically produce quality fantasy teams year in, year out, more times than not. He's towards the top of the league, and maybe that's his lane. He he lets he lets the other uh, peons deal with the fodder at the bottom, and he just puts up dubs. Yeah, I think he just – this year he's like, look, I'm not going to talk shit. I'm just going to win and let everyone else kind of burn. You know. But, JP, we like the feuds. All right, let's make someone mad. All right, come on. We'd be happy to have you on the ARC, JP. Let us know. If you're runner-up to the rules committee, if the rules committee ever figures themselves out, JP, and you're not on that, give us a call. Wall is here for you. Even if you're on it, give us a call. We'll still work with you. All right, next I got, look, this is not just because I'm a Bucks fan, but the Patriots, Big Joe, and Little Joe, the New England Patriots do not deserve to be in primetime football. They don't deserve to play Sunday night. Let's just make that a 1 o'clock game. Let Tom Brady and the Bucs go over there, do what they need to do, and come back home, and let's not show the world how bad the Patriots are. Yeah, I think it's probably more of a Tommy thing than, than Patriots. But, yeah, I mean, the matchup's pretty good. Uh, I do agree. I haven't checked to see if the Pats have any other primetime matchups. But from what we've seen from that rookie quarterback in that offense, I, my glass isn't full of much, and it's it's not full of optimism. Have you ever seen the uh, Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells documentary? 
Uh, no, I watched the Sabin Belichick one on HBO, which, uh, what's the Parcells remark? It, it's, it's basically how Bill Parcells created Bill Belichick. And I think it's a great documentary. Bill Belichick is a football genius, but what he's done the past two years, I mean, Cam Newton and Mac Jones, I mean, usually he's got defenses, but yeah, it's, it's not looking like it this year. And it's definitely not going to look like it Sunday night in front of the world. You know, I think we're learning Michael that it's really freaking hard to play quarterback. And there's really only a handful that you can kind of rely on. I hate to say it, but like, Kirk Cousins just puts out points, at least from fantasy. Like, he gets a ton of shit, but the dude, generally speaking, uh, puts it puts it forward and uh, produces. Yeah. I don't know how these NFL scouts do it. I mean, look at Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence so far. You know, they're supposed to be top names, and they, you know. Yeah. I think the speed of the game, I think the more I've been watching as I've gotten older, it's just so much faster, like, the pocket collapses that much quicker. Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields were used to getting rushed by, you know, Akron and fucking Michigan state. And, you know, they were just you know, sitting back there, five Mississippi waiting for their five-star wideouts to, to yeah, right. run their route trees. Now it's, you got grown men rushing you and yeah, it's just so much faster and there's just less time to make decisions. It's like the pocket is almost like David's fancy football team. You know, it's like, he starts off and he's got this clean, nice pocket. Yeah. And this is every Sunday. Within uh, within the first quarter of the one o'clock games, David's yeah. already scrambling out of the pocket trying to find someone. Yeah, I, and I think he's he's resembling the Chicago Bears offensive line. I watched a little bit too much of that game last week, and you could convince me they had three linemen out there. I mean, it was poor <laughs> Justin Field. Poor Justin Field. He's going to get ruined this first year. The dude's running for his life. Yeah, I hope I hope he makes some money this year. But um, you know what would be good to see this week is you know how Peyton and Eli they kind of do their Monday Night Football watch. I think I think Big Joe and Little Joe should do that for the Buccaneers <laughs> game because I want to see their reaction when Tom Brady comes yeah. out. And have that, you been in that beautiful Buccaneers? Have you been watching this by the way, the Manning cast? Yeah, they're really they're really funny. The- they're really good. And yeah. uh, no, I think that's a great idea. I I would love a live stream. I mean, let let me yeah. know. I'll uh, I'll be up at least the beginning of the game. I'll be up in the New England area. I'll be at a, a Boston bar, and uh, we'll. Uh, I'll probably wear a Bucks hat, but try to blend in otherwise. And it's tough to win on the road. I'll say that. I think we know that after last week. But yeah, I would love a. I would love a Boston simulcast with with the Joes. The Joes simulcast. Give the people what they want. Sunday night. Let's see it. All right. Let's finish our power rankings of the not top three. Last week we had Keller at number eight. Keller, I'm just going to apologize. We should have never put your team in number eight. Mm-hmm. You beat me not by much, but you did beat me. So I apologize for that. We had at number nine, we had Larry. And let's not talk about number 10. So let's talk about this week. Who do you have at eight? Number eight, I mean, Larry, you think you're there, but I'm not sure where you think that is. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to move you up a notch. To number eight. Hey, Larry, you're still in the not top three, but you're moving up. All right, you're moving up. Number nine's easy. David, I mean, I know you spent a lot of effort working on the clubhouse, but let's spend a little bit more time maybe listening to some of my trade offers, maybe working on your team a little bit and see if you can't bump Larry out of eight and get back up there, my man, all right? Yeah, and then rounding out the bottom, uh, 
Matt Fields. I mean, that without a doubt. That some of those lineup decisions this week. I Anil, Matt, are you are you okay? Do you need help? Um, send up a sign. Let us know. We're we're here for you as as a group of ten men who who care about you, whoever you think you are, and um, we're we're here to help. We just want you to have fun. And right now, it doesn't seem like a whole lot of fun is happening. I, enjoy the champagne, I guess. But whew. and look, when you're looking at your roster and you look at your players, there's a percentage next to roster. And there's a percentage next to start. When Alvin Kamara is 100% rostered and 100% start, let's listen to those numbers a little bit. And I don't know where you're getting your, your scheme reports on Bill Belichick, but let's listen to those numbers and follow a dead uh, 100% start there. All right, with Alvin Kamara, please. Yeah, that's a great point. I think SBNC managers a lot of times, and Anil and, Anil and Matt especially, I think they tend to overthink. I think we're all guilty of it time to time. But let the big dogs eat, you know. Let uh, let that ADP speak for itself and trust in that talent level. And look, uh, GT Premier League, we need your help. We haven't found that field yet. We have a few theories. We might have lost a kneel in the process. Come help us out. Help the anti-rules community I actually, solve this. In when time. David posted those pictures, I put a few of them on some milk cartons around the neighborhood just in, <laughs> just in case he's floating around out here. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, that's all we got. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. In the jungle, the great jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. <laughs>